0: The Rural Health Voice, Episode 37, Flying PPE. Welcome to the Rural Health Voice. I am Beth O'Connor, your host. We discuss rural health issues at the grassroots level and how state and federal policies play out in our local communities. How do medical supplies get to remote rural communities during a pandemic? They fly. Jess Ames, outreach and events coordinator for Angel Flight East, joined me to discuss a unique delivery method. So welcome Jess. Thank you. So first let's talk about what Angel Flight East usually does. Who and what is Angel Flight?
1: Sure, Um, Angel Flight East is a nonprofit organization that provides free flights for patients in need of medical treatment far from home Our coverage area is 14 states on the East Coast, from Virginia to Ohio to Maine, and we have just over 400 volunteer pilots who use their own airplanes and assume all costs of the flight to get these patients to their medical treatment.
0: So your Angel Flight East, is there a north, south, and west?
1: There is. There's actually over 60 public benefit flying organizations like us across the country. A lot of us do use the name Angel Flight, but we are all independently operated from one another. Okay,
0: great. And how did you get involved with Angel Flight?
1: (laughs) It's kind of a funny story. I graduated college and I always knew I wanted to stay in the nonprofit sector. So after I graduated, I. Looked on Craigslist for jobs, which was not recommended to me by anyone. And I started out as their first programs and events coordinator. And then five years later, I'm still there. (laughs) But it's amazing. I love it.
0: Well, great. And how did Angel Flight get started? Mm
1: -hmm. We were started in 1992 by a gentleman named Harry Morales, who wanted to help with relief efforts after Hurricane Andrew. And Um, In their first year of operations in 1993, they flew 17 flights, and now we schedule anywhere between 900 to 950 per year.
0: And Angel Flight East is a nonprofit. How Mm -hmm. is it funded?
1: Mm -hmm. A lot of, uh, that's one of the biggest questions we get because the pilots pay for all costs of the flight. So it's kind of, what do you guys need the money for? And a lot of the money we receive from our fundraising events, grants, foundations, private donations, and then we do two appeal mailings a year.
0: And so the pilots, it's not just their time and their airplane, but they're, they're paying for like fuel. And I, mm-hmm. I can't imagine whether expenses are involved in all that. That's, that's a big contribution.
1: Yeah. And it depends on the type of planes and how far they're going. But a flight could be a few hundred dollars or over a thousand dollars. And it's all paid completely by the volunteer pilots.
0: That's wonderful. And who can use Angel Flight East?
1: Mm-hmm. Really? Really? Our two biggest qualifications are anybody that is medically stable and ambulatory to board a small airplane. And how it works is we have two flight coordinators who take them through the process of what it's like to fly in a small airplane, all of those good details. And then once qualified, people can fly with us as often as needed, and there's never a charge. We've had a few people who have flown over 200 times in just a year, and were never charged one cent or anything. Mm.
0: So, can you tell me a, a story or give an example of of a patient who's been using Angel Flight East?
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. One of my favorite stories. It's a more recent one. Um, it's actually considered more of a compassion flight that we also do. So, Brenda's um, gave birth to her son Logan, and he had um, complications, so he had to stay at Chop for the majority of his first year his life and Brenda's husband and her were in Philadelphia, but Brenda had to travel back and forth from Philadelphia to New York every weekend because Logan was staying in the NICU at CHOP, but to keep Brenda's health insurance, she had to go back to work. So we flew her Friday afternoons and then back home to New York on Sunday afternoons while her uh, Logan's dad stayed with um, Logan in Philadelphia.
0: Wow. Wow that that would be very hard on a parent to to not be able to just be there with their kid and it's wonderful yeah. that Agent Flight East was able to provide that service for yeah. them.
1: Yeah. And we always say the other thing is that Logan wasn't their only child, they had a daughter at home. So it helps keep the families together and minimize as much disruption as possible when you're going through some one of these medical journeys.
0: Oh, that is wonderful. Now, earlier you mentioned something about the patient or the person you're using Angel Flight East has to be medically stable. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between say Angel Flight and an air ambulance?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So on Angel Flights, it's there's no medical staff on board, no doctors, no nurses. It's really just the person who needs to get to their treatment and a caregiver and the pilot. So the pilot's job is not to be a doctor on the flight. It's really, they are controlling the aircraft. So the difference between I mean, us and an air ambulance is basically there's no medical staff on board. So we just want to make sure that everybody we're flying is medically stable.
0: Well, and I would say Angel Flight East probably isn't something that I can call 911 and get right now.
1: Exactly. Yeah. All of our flights are scheduled. We do ask families to give us at least a five to seven day notice to find a pilot. And the other difference between us and and an air ambulance is our pilots are volunteers. So we don't have any on-call flights that are available. And with the smaller airplanes, they can't travel in the type of weather conditions a larger aircraft can. So just in case the flight would have to be scheduled or um, canceled due to weather, we always ask that family families have a backup plan just in case.
0: So typically Angel Flight eats transports people, but now we are social distancing. So yeah. what happened to Angel Flight <laughs> services with COVID-19?
1: Yeah, when it, the pandemic really kind of ramped up and hit our area pretty hard, we had to make the difficult decision to suspend patient flights just because it wasn't safe for the patients themselves, who a lot of times are already immunocompromised, as well as the pilots because the small airplanes are already in a very confined kind of I call it a tube. Um, so we kind of switch all of our efforts into flying the uh, personal protective equipment to the healthcare workers on the front line, and the response from the pilot community has just been incredible.
0: Yeah, you, you uh, did some transportation for VRHA in April. And I had originally thinking, hey, maybe they'd let me ride along. And yeah, then I saw the size. I, <laughs> I saw the size of those planes. I was like, nope. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. It's hard because when you explain a small airplane to someone, sometimes they think of a commuter jet, and then this little four seat airplane pulls up, and it was like the complete opposite of what they were thinking about. Yeah,
0: I, I got the opportunity to ride in a, a ten seater Cessna once, and that plane was. Big compared to what I saw (laughs) show up at the Blacksburg airport. I was impressed. Yeah. Yeah. So I saw on your website that Angel Flight East provided transportation of 50,000 face shields to a hospital in Massachusetts. How did all that work out? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. So it was funny because when we had suspended our flight operations, we were really thinking of how else can we help because we didn't just want to kind of sit back. And our volunteer pilots were calling us asking when they could fly for us again. And one of our pilots in Ohio made a cold call to a company in Indiana who was um, shifting their focus of their regular production to make these face shields. And I think it was in 12 hours, we had eight flights scheduled for the first day. And our flight coordinator said she filled all of those eight flights in less than 30 minutes. And then there was about 15 pilots in line to take it if something would have happened. So we did that on Monday, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. And we flew 50,000 for the first week that we started transporting PPE. Wow.
0: You know, that's amazing. But then I look at, you know, that effort compared to what you did for VRHA, you know, the amount transported on behalf of Virginia's rural clinics is tiny by comparison. Mm -hmm. Do do you think the pilots mind the smaller runs? I, I wouldn't want anyone to think I'm wasting their time. Yeah. With their
1: research. <laughs> I don't think so, because we were talking about that when, after I had spoken to you, I told our flight coordinator, this will be a much smaller scale compared to what we did um, from Indiana to Boston. And she's like, I honestly do not think they mind. They just want, they'll even fly one package of these gloves that the healthcare workers need. So we put the flight up for VRHA and it was filled in less than five minutes.
0: Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I really like hearing that because yeah. I, I was worried that they'd get there and see these tiny shipments and go, Oh, I'm wasting my time here. No, so,
1: yeah. And the, um, so after every flight that a pilot does, they fill out a mission report. And I think I sent you some of those comments from one of our pilots, Will. They were just so incredibly happy that they could help in this small way.
0: And I will say, I appreciate Angel Flight contacting some of our media sources. We got some yeah. great media coverage out of that event.
1: Yeah, that was amazing. Because I feel like a lot of the media stations are kind of hungry for those good news stories. So i was so glad that we could get the name out there. Absolutely.
0: If an individual wanted to fly for Angel Flight East, what does that person need to do? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So any pilots that fly with us have to have 300 hours of logged flight time, an IFR rating, and then own or have access to an airplane. And they are able to fill out an application on our website to fly with us. And then our flight coordinator will follow up with them to get them all set up to be a command pilot.
0: Do you need volunteers other than pilots? Are there other opportunities Mm -hmm. for people?
1: Are. Our one of our biggest challenges is that a lot of people don't know this resource is out there or that Angel Flight East is even in existence. So we cover a 14-state footprint and we're a pretty small staff of three based right outside Philadelphia. So any assistance in the outreach efforts to healthcare facilities, service organizations, just to get our name out there to say we're here to help if there was ever a need is super beneficial to us. Mm-hmm.
0: So either now, if someone needs PPE delivery or in the future, once COVID-19 is all over, if someone needs transportation for themselves for a loved one, What's the process for requesting Angel Flight EAST Mm -hmm. services?
1: Yeah, the easiest way is to call our office directly, but you can also request a flight directly through our website. And there's a few forms that need to be filled out before a flight can be scheduled, but they're pretty simple, very non-intrusive. So the two most important forms are a medical approval form, and that just needs to be filled out and signed by someone's doctor stating it's safe for them to fly on a small airplane. And the other form is called a need verification form. Since our pilots are paying for all costs of the flight, we just want to make sure it is an actual need. And that's pretty simple, just filled out by a third party that's not related to the family saying it's a hardship for them to get there themselves. And then the other three forms are a luggage disclaimer. We ask that families don't bring more than 40 pounds of luggage total on the flight. And then the other one is a um, waiver of liability that is required to be signed every time before a flight can take off. And the last one is optional, just a media and photo release. And that just states that if we were to use or if a pilot takes pictures of them on the plane, we can use them for our marketing purposes.
0: Great. And we'll make sure that we put links to Angel Flight East in the show notes so people can look that up, whether they want to volunteer or whether they want the services. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I got one more question. I asked this one of everybody. So you might have to think a little harder on this since you're Uh not not, not a healthcare provider in that world. But I'm going to ask, if you could do anything, what would you do to improve health and healthcare in rural America?
1: Mm -hmm. So Angel Flight East, we've been kind of uh, in this rural healthcare realm for the past three years. And I never really was exposed to rural America because I'm pretty I pretty much live under a rock in Philadelphia. But it was <laughs> it was extremely eye-opening just the crisis that is happening in rural America and a lot of us people who live in the cities and urban areas were not as exposed to it as I think that we should be. So, I think it's just remembering that I'm there are cities in America itself that need our help, and we can't just kind of leave them behind and only think about ourselves.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining me today.
1: Yeah, thank you. And thanks, Angel Flight.
0: That's Jess Ames on the great work Angel Flight East does and how they have adapted their work for COVID-19. Since this recording, Angel Flight East has made seven more deliveries for our world partners. If you want to learn more about Angel Flight East, make a request for service, or volunteer, please visit the show notes for a link to their website. Now for a message from our trusted friends at the CDC. COVID-19, better known as coronavirus, has spread throughout the world. Symptoms of this respiratory disease may include fever, cough, and shortness of breath. These symptoms may show up 2 to 14 days after exposure. If you are experiencing these symptoms and have come into contact or are in an area with an ongoing outbreak, please call a hotline and or consult with a physician. Clean and disinfect high-touch surfaces. For more information, please visit cdc.gov forward slash COVID-19. Thank you.